This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Josh Chernoff, host of Fight TV's So Says Chernoff, co-host of the Mind of the Meanie podcast and your Retromania ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one show. Introducing your host, Dax Xavier Josiah. As you are now listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Dax Xavier Josiah. Power up. Game on. It's a new day. Yes, it is. and welcome to a special episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and in this video, we are going to review WWE 2K23 by 2K Games for the PlayStation 5. The reason why I wanted to review this for two reasons. One, a match type that I've been waiting for for a very long time that fans, that really hardcore wrestling fans have been waiting to play for a long time, and that is War Games. We have been waiting for years for it. It's finally here. Uh, does it live up? We're gonna talk about that. But also, we're gonna talk about other match types and everything, and, and the purpose for this is last year with 2K22, I felt like they jumped a gun. And many felt like reviewers jumped the gun because what happened was they gave it high praise and that was comp in comparison to 2018 and 2020. 2018 was definitely a bad game and especially if you played it on a Nintendo Switch, it is considered the worst game on a Nintendo Switch ever. Uh, and then 2020 came where Ukes, which was the uh, developers that was working with them for years, decided to step away. And now they're working with AEW for Fight Forever, if we ever see that game <laughs> at this time. Um, and then they went on hiatus. They came out with a goofy game prior to that. And then they came back with 2K22, which was a good game. It was fun but not perfect. And I don't know if it was really worth the money that they were asking. So I wanted to do a review where uh, we can dissect everything and give it a thorough cr uh, critique on what this game entails and should it be worth your money? And have they improved on the things that they've done last year, let alone years prior? Because one of the problems with 2K games is that they constantly they, they really don't fix the issues that they have on the games. And if this happens again, you gotta ask the question, as a consumer, not as a fan, and not as a gamer, you gotta ask yourself as a consumer, is 2K worth investing in, in the future? And this is gonna be a two-part series. Um, you know, we're gonna cover, the reason being is because wrestling games are very robust 
they can't just be swirled out for one. This is not like a open world game or this is not like a game that requires stages or whatnot or fighting games or whatnot. You know, wrestling games are very elaborate. They're very robust. There's a lot of match types. There's a lot of things that you could do in a wrestling game. And you can't just narrow it down to one. You can't do a quick, a really quick deal. Um, so this is a two-parter. This is the first one. We're gonna cover war games. We're gonna cover um, the creative wrestler. Not too much because that's really their strong point. They never really have a bad creative suite. They're the innovators of creative suites when it comes to that. That's the one thing you can give you know wrestling games credit for. Um, we're also gonna talk about the uh, showcase mode, which is you know featuring John Cena this year or once again, you could say, but in a different way. And we'll explain that. We are also going to talk about My Rise. My Rise has a new way of tell, uh, storytelling this time. And we're gonna uh, see what we think of that as much as the music and audio and this whole entire situation too, and this overall presence as well. So we're gonna cover all that and uh, see if they stepped up and see if it's worth your money. So we're gonna do that right now. One of the more positive aspects of WWE 2K games is in fact graphics and character models. There's never a problem with that. They always look photorealistic. They look very accurate to the characters that they're based on. And for the PS5 and maybe the Xbox Series X and S, it looks like it has improved. As always, the game provides dozens of WWE arenas from the previous year's events, as well as classic arenas from ECW, WCW, and more. While the control scheme is mostly the same as last year, it is also improved. Executing moves are more responsive this time around than 2K22, for instance, when I pull off a light or heavy signature or in finisher by just tapping the button or holding the button down. Hopefully the control scheme will remain that way when future updates come in. I also enjoyed the new pinfall minigame mechanic, which helps you get out of pinning predicaments and make it easier to reverse a pin if the opportunity arises. Along with that, they gave you the ability to do instant recoveries and possum attacks with these. However, doing so will deplete energy from your signature gauge, not allowing you to do signature moves. Commentary seems to be a little bit more enjoyable for me this time around as it doesn't seem repetitive or overbearing hearing Byron Saxton, Michael Cole, or Corey Graves talk through matches. As far as the creative suite goes, there's nothing really new here, but that's not a bad thing. The creative suite has always been the strongest point and the most fun about this game where you can create any character to your heart's content. But if you imagine it, it could virtually be it in this game. So that's always been the fun part and always the more stronger point. In terms of creative tools or items, uh, it's all the same here. But as the saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Except in the case of WW2K, there's always something to fix in this game. So the overall question is, did 2K games improve on this latest installment? Let's find out, but first, it's finally time to go to war. Before we talk about the War Games match type on the game, I wanted to take time to talk about War Games itself and the history of the match and why it's so anticipated and why fans have been waiting for it for so long. 
The original War Games was created by the one and only Dusty Rhodes, aka Virgil Reynolds, in 1987 as a part of a payoff storyline featuring himself, Nikita Koloff, as the tag team, the Superpowers team, and the Road Warriors with their manager, Paul Ellering. This badass team of good guys fought in a multi-year battle against the dreaded Four Horsemen led by Ric Flair and managed by James Day Dillon. This variation included Telly Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and the total package Lex Luger. The feud during the NWA Crockett era was so big, Dusty wanted to come up with a concept that was both epic and would be the climatic ending to that feud. He did so by creating a match consisting of two rings surrounded by steel mesh cage, including a rooftop, where two men enter and a coin toss would decide which team would gain the advantage. When the coin toss has been decided and the team gains the advantage, a member from the opposite team will enter five minutes later and this will keep going on and on until all members of each team enter the cage. Once all members of each team enter the cage, it is now considered the match beyond and the only way the teams can win is by submission or surrender. With the WWE now owning the brand and trademark of War Games, they decided to tweak it a bit to fit modern day wrestlers. In this modern version, the rules are mostly the same except the rooftop has been removed, allowing wrestlers to perform high-flying moves. The ability to win by pinfall has now been added to the match as well. The other significant change to the War Games match is that teams are now put into holding cells until the time comes for one of the members to enter the ring. Whereas before, teams would stand outside of the two rings on opposite sides waiting for one of their team members to enter. But that's enough about the history of the match, let's find out what I thought about this match type. As far as the War Games match for WWE 2K is concerned, my thoughts on it? It did not disappoint one bit. The presentation of this match type performs exactly like what fans expect. While it is fun and yet chaotic, it can be a bit confusing trying to target opponents or even get around the areas when everyone is in the same ring. Climbing up the cage to perform a high flying move is fun but risky. If you miss, you can give the advantage to your enemies. Just as you would see in a modern day war games match, weapons are used heavily. There is even a button command that you can activate to bring weapons in as you enter the cage when it's your turn. Overall, I found this match to be everything I was hoping for. Entertaining, action packed, and epic. Absolutely a great and welcome addition to the 2K series indeed. If any reason to like this game, the War Games match will be the reason. While this match was fun, I will be remiss if I didn't mention the one glitch that occurred after the match was over. It was the very first experience I had with a glitch in the game, but unfortunately, it won't be my last. WWE 2K gives fans two story modes to work with, one that focuses on the men's division and the other the women's division. Much like the previous installments, you create a character who will embark in a journey through the ranks of WWE in hopes to make Hall of Fame status. In the women's storyline entitled The Legacy, you play a character attempting to walk in the footsteps of her Hall of Fame aunt by the name of Justine who was a legendary wrestler during the Attitude Era. Things get a little iffy when Justine's former rival Molly Holly is overseeing your rise to stardom. Meanwhile, in the men's story entitled The Lock, your character is a world-traveling wrestler coming into the WWE to make a name in the company. Problems occur when he is asked to rebrand himself, erasing everything he has accomplished to make a name for himself around the world. This year's My Rise stories are probably one of the more stronger stories that they've ever written so far. I have to once again give 2K and WWE credit for letting such a storyline in this game. From one perspective, they're not really hiding away from the issues that have been talked about in the WWE or wrestling zeitgeist. 
and it feels like sort of a breath of fresh air to see that they're doing storylines that are really targeting the things that wrestling fans are concerned about as well as talent to some extent and then there's another perspective to look at this as it could be very brave or very arrogant to do my rise mode also has a story bracket system that lets you decide what direction your character goes but this time it feels a little bit similar to that of no mercy which i really like while I admit that I enjoyed the story modes this year, it is not without its flaws, and we gotta talk about that. Because unfortunately, these flaws have plagued the game for many, many years, and there are no signs of it going away anytime soon. For starters, the audio syncing in the My Rise modes are far from stable. What are you doing here? I'm here as a representative of the New Day, the longest tenured faction in WWE. Kind like welcoming a new neighbor who's just moved in. It's become our custom to welcome all new factions to WWE. There's even a gift basket coming for you and your Hurt Business friends. Full disclosure, Retribution broke up before we could give them theirs, so we repurposed some items. Be sure to check the expiration date on those summer sausages. This may be some of the worst ADR I've seen in video game history. Okay, I'm maybe exaggerating a bit, but it's, it's up there. This could be forgivable in 2006 with the PS3 era, but let's be real. It's two generations later, and this company has the ability to create fantastic games, and we've seen fantastic games from fantastic game developers. The other issue I find here is the animation with some of the characters in the My Rise story mode. The frame rate from some of the characters that you see in My Rise mode, for instance, those that you see in the locker room, looks outdated and choppy at times. In fact, the characters in the locker room in contrast to the ring entrance and in-ring animation seems like night and day. And unfortunately, in less than 12 hours of the digital release, I experienced my first crash during my play of my rise mode after attempting to modify my created character. At this point, I begin to be disappointed at the realization that it is 2023 and we are still experiencing issues dating back from decades ago. And my final issue, believe it or not, comes with the creative suite itself. Not saying that there's anything wrong with the creative suite or where it's flawed, rather the inability to use that created character for other modes, especially spending up to at least 40 minutes or more creating the character. And then nine chances out of 10, you're gonna wanna create that character again to play in other modes. It just seems counterintuitive to do that. I enjoy creating characters in wrestling games just like almost everybody else who plays the game, but at some point it develops a level of tedium that is just pointless. And thank goodness we don't have to do the same process for the next mode that we're going to discuss right now. This year, and once again, WWE 2K celebrates John Cena with a look back at his trial and tribulations on his road to Hall of Fame status. In this showcase, you won't play as Cena, rather the opponents he faced and failed to defeat, with the theme being, no matter how many times you fall, you never give up. In the showcase mode, you play through memorable matches against favorites like RVD, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Edge, AJ Styles, and some fun fictional dream matches. One match that is clearly missing from showcase is his match against CM Punk, which is arguably one of the most legendary matches in the modern era of WWE. Even though for obvious reasons the match is not in the game, it would have been awesome if they would have acknowledged it. But this is WWE we're talking about. Speaking of acknowledging, once again 2K Games and WWE decided to blur out the referees and the video footage, which is a shame. If you are a fan of World Wrestler Entertainment, you clearly know that it's Mike Chioda refereeing most of the matches, and it's a shame that he doesn't get a payday for it. If you play Showcase in the previous 2K installments, then you are familiar with some of the formats of this mode. 
The objective of this mode is to relive some of the moments in performing some of the same moves that they have done in the actual match. Showcase mode is very reminiscent of a classic Dreamcast wrestling title called Giant Graham 2000, which lets you reenact legendary matches from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Overall, this year's showcase brought a lot of nostalgic and fun memories of Cena's career. Although it is incomplete, it's still fun to check out and play. Aside from CM Punk not being in the game and they covering that match, I would have loved to have Peacemaker be an extra character in the game. Just saying. This fan has got it all. Folks, that will do it for part one of my review of WWE 2K23. I hope you enjoyed this as well as found it informative to your buying needs. Um, part two, we are gonna cover my GM and universe mode. And universe mode is usually the, I would say the heart of the game where you can literally create your version of your promotion or whatnot. However, it also is the reason why a lot of bugs and glitches happen. So hopefully they have improved in that. But as you saw in the previous review with this one, uh, let's hope. Let's let's cross our fingers on that one. So we're going to talk about that. And I may have a tag team partner along with me to uh, give me his thoughts as well. So stay tuned for that. If you enjoyed this, you'll enjoy our absolutely awesome show, Talk Time Live, at TalkTimeLive.com. You can find all of our audio episodes, our video exclusive interviews with celebrities, uh, game developers, producers, all in the world of our favorite fandoms, all on there. And uh, Talk Time Live is where you want to definitely uh, check it out at TalkTimeLive.com. So check it out there and you can uh, subscribe and download to the show wherever podcasts are played. That's including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, Pandora, and of course, Tumblr out there. Shout out to you guys down there. Um, a special thanks to Megaran for providing the beats for the show. The one and only Megaran, uh, who just always looks out for me here. You want to check out Megaran wherever you see him. He's going to be performing. He's always on tour, but he has an EP coming out very soon that you definitely want to check out. It's called Wrestling is Real. People are fake. I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, so go out of your way. Check it out. It's coming out March 27th. Uh, I believe he will be at WrestleCon as well. So stay tuned for that and much more but thank you Megan Rand you always look out you are the voice of Talk Time Live he does the intro for Talk Time Live and if you guys know who Megan Rand is he also is the guy who did Xavier Woods uh, you know theme music when he was king of the ring he also did the AEW Revolution song he also does the theme song to my podcast so thank you very much for that and good looking out so guys that will do it for me on behalf of myself this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is ACMG presents Talk Time Live I am out of here take care now see you on part two